<clears throat> All right, it's time to get serious. You ready? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blind Spots with your host, Dr. John Armando, co-owner of Westminster Eye Care Associates and Uppercut Consulting. Blind Spots is independent optometry like you've never heard before. Does your practice have a purpose? Blind Spots is all about experiencing the roller coaster journey of developing the true purpose of your practice and in turn, living a more fulfilling life. So, we decided to do something that I don't know if I would even do it now, but when I look back, I don't think there was any other way to do it, to really um, gain the respect that was needed. Hey everybody, welcome to Blind Spots. This is episode four. Um, my name is Dr. John Ormondo, and... Today, I, uh, I'd like to talk to everybody about crisis, crisis in your practice. And uh, by the way, it's a beautiful day uh, here. I, I live in Rhode Island, and we don't get too many beautiful days. And today is one of them, that's for sure. So I'm actually outside on my back deck doing this podcast um, so please excuse the barking dogs or chirping birds or motorcycles that fly by um, it's just too nice to be inside so beautiful beautiful day here to talk about crisis <laughs> because uh, crisis can be beautiful but I'd like to tell you a story about what happened to myself and Dr. Colonna, who's my business partner, um, years ago. We, I want to say maybe like 2005 or six. At the time, we were the new guys on the block. We were the new owners, uh, bought this practice from an older doctor who um, was still working for us at the time uh, as an employee. And all of the staff members, for the most part, were staff members that you know, we did not hire. They were there before we got there. And there's some turnover as usual. Uh, and we probably hired a, a couple of, of staff members, but the vast majority of them had been there before us. So at that time in our, in our practice, we, uh, you know, being the new owners, we were all focused on the job. We were focused on growing the practice like crazy. We were focused on working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, uh, trying to get a hold of how to run an optometry office. Uh, since, uh, you know, there, there's no really great book on that. And it changes from practice to practice, from demographic to demographic. Um, so at that time, um, where we were, and we still are at the same place, uh, we were really on the edge of town and we, we were actually at that time it wasn't even the edge of town it was on on the tough side of the town um, where I can tell you that probably monthly we had cars broken into our patients cars at nighttime during the winter people broken into in our parking lot um, not unusual uh, graffiti on on the sides of the of the building not unusual it's just kind of where, where we were and how uh, Providence was at that time. Thank God it has changed quite a bit. Um, and, and I can tell you, even though I'm probably jinxing myself here, that our practice, uh, I, I can't tell you the last time uh, someone, uh, 
you know, had their car broken into in our parking lot. There's been drastic changes in our area, and, and it's wonderful. But to get back to the story, at the time, um, if you can imagine what I just said, uh, you know, it wasn't, wasn't the greatest of areas. Uh, you wouldn't really want to be walking around by yourself at night, that's for sure. So we you know, also hired um, in our community. Dr. Kelowna and I thought that that was the, the right thing to do. And, and we thought that if we were going to open a community practice that we're going to hire in our community uh, because we're serving our community. And we, we felt as though um, this would be, over time, uh, the best way to serve our community is to have the people in the community work with us. They know the community the best, and that's how we can best serve them. So, at the time, being this, you know, tough neighborhood, uh, we had a lot of tough staff members that were still working with us. And they were very emotional, and they were hard workers. But, you know, at times, they 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 didn't have the... Uh, what do I want to say... Uh, like the the business etiquette um, whatsoever. Some of the staff members uh, at the time may have been involved in in gangs and may have been uh, had family members that were in gangs and um, at the time were uh, you know dealt with uh, you know the the drug life, if you will, um, in Providence. So. You know, this was something, although very nice workers uh, sometimes crossed the line a little bit, sometimes crossed the line a lot. And Scott and I had to learn fast. There were at times no time to think about things. We just had to react. So there's one particular event that occurred in our practice that I'd like to share with all of you. And I feel as though it was a turning point in our office culture. It was at this point that I felt we came to that climax or fork in the road, however you want to say that, um, pivotal point where we could have gone down one way or gone the other way. And it's funny because we didn't have time to think when we did this. And I look back and I, I think to myself, boy, it's something how we chose the right path, even though it was very unique <laughs> um, on how we did this. So let me tell you what happened. I remember it was a, a, a rainy day and we were toward the late afternoon of the day. We were busy. Um, Dr. Klona and I were probably seeing about 30 patients apiece at the time in a day. So pretty busy. And I remember vividly we had at that time, I think two doctors working for us um, along with ourselves. I think it was around three o'clock in the afternoon or even four o'clock. And one of the doctors was I guess went out to her car and noticed that 
all of her tires were flat. They were all slashed. For some reason, we figured out that it couldn't have been one of our patients or someone off the street because it was such a random act. And why would they do this to the doctor's car out of all the other cars that were in the in the parking lot? So one thing that I can tell you my, myself and Dr. Colonna are pretty good at, we, we, um, we're not naive. Um, we have good street smarts. And all I can tell you is through that, we came to the conclusion that it was one of our staff members that actually slashed the tires um, of one of our doctors. So, as you can imagine, that was a problem. And the staff member was there at the time, obviously. The doctor was there at the time. The doctor did not feel comfortable with this situation, as you can imagine. Um, I'm shocked that they didn't quit on the spot. And they did not. But it was at that time when, when Dr. Clone and I knew that we needed to change drastically. Um, we kind of let the office culture go. Um, we weren't necessarily respected by them because the old doctor was still there and they respected him more and they would have been doing things their way for quite a long time. So we thought to ourselves, well, this is complete disrespect. We are the new owners. This is completely unacceptable. And I remember we were in our office and we, we always had an office together, two desks in one room, and we still do. And we were sitting there pretty much perplexed, looking at each other, thinking, what the hell are we going to do? We know the person, even though we don't know who it is. We did not know who it was at the time. But we knew that most of the people knew that this happened because word gets around very fast. And back then, there was tons of gossip going on and tons of little clicks. Um, it was ex an extremely negative culture. Uh, back then, I didn't even realize it because I was young and worried about just working and seeing patients and trying to make payroll and things like that. But... Um, now I look back and, oh my goodness, it was a terrible, terrible office culture at the time. So we decided to do something that I don't know if I would even do it now. But when I look back, I don't think there was any other way to do it. To really um, gain the respect that was needed. So what we decided to do was we decided to have a conversation with everyone at once and had an emergency meeting and what we said was was that we knew a staff member slashed one of the doctor's tires we don't know who it is but we do know that 
someone here knows who it is besides the person who does it, who did it. And what we're going to do is we are going to give all of you an ultimatum. By 5 o'clock, if someone doesn't come to us and tell us who slashed the doctor's tires, every minute after 5 o'clock, we're going to fire someone. And we're an at-will company, or an at-will state, so we can fire for no reason at all. So we made sure they understood that. And we were going to start with the employees that have been with us the longest. And the employee that had been with us the longest was pretty much the motherly figure of all of the other staff members. Everyone loved loved her, including myself and Dr. Colonna. And she would have been the first fired and we would have went down the list from her all the way down and we would have fired everyone minute after minute and we we decided that we would close down the office and rehire people if that's what we had to do so it was on them and it was one of the gutsiest things I've probably ever done in my life as far as it not being a bluff and this is what we're doing And it's either they're going to respect us or they're going to get fired and we're just going to move on. So we announced it. We left. We went back into our room and we waited. And we gave them a good half hour because by then it was probably about 4.30 to think about this. So what do you think about that? What do you think about that call? Do you like that? Do you not like that? I mean, it's been 11 years ago. And I'm sure not everyone agrees with what we did there at all. And I, I don't blame you. I, don't, I, I respect that if you, if you don't. Um, but, um, but it was surely a crisis for us. We needed to do something. And we were ready to do whatever it took to change the office culture. And we needed earned respect. And they knew that we worked our asses off at work. They did know that. But they also thought that we couldn't run this business without them, which was not true and never will be true. Uh, No one person is the business. And that includes myself, that includes Dr. Colonna, anyone. No one person is the business. Um, The business needs all sorts of people to run appropriately. And it can move on without any one of us, easily. So, at the time we probably had 15 to 18 staff members... I don't believe at that time we had an office manager. We were doing that also. So this was tough. And I kind of want to end it here. Um, At the next podcast, I'm going to tell everyone how it all went down. But how do you deal with a crisis? 
Do you turn your head and look the other way and hope it gets better? Do you confront it head on? Are you, are you emotional about it? Are you logical about it? Do you take too long to decide things? Do you act too quickly to decide things? You know, what's the best way to react to something, you know, to something like this? I'm sure I'm not the only person that something close to this has happened to. I'm sure everyone has a similar story like this. And I would love to hear that. So if you want to tell me your story or dictate it on to an email, send it to jormondo at uppercutadvantage.com. I would love to hear that story. You know, this podcast is to get you thinking. Um, because it's going to happen to you. And it's going to happen to me again in my life. Uh, not just with, a, you know, the practice. You know, in, in your personal life it can happen. Um, with your children, with your boyfriend, girlfriends, spouse... There could be a crisis. And how are you going to act? What are you going to do so that this doesn't happen again? What measures do you have to take so that this crisis will never happen again? And at the same time, maybe you can make this crisis into one of the best things that have ever happened to you, your business, You know, your personal life, whatever the case might be. Sometimes a crisis is one of the best things that can happen to you. So I'll let everybody simmer on that for about a week. And I look forward to telling all of you what went down after Dr. Klona and I said what we did. Hope everyone has a great day. And I look forward to talking to everybody soon. Take care now. Thank you for listening. And be sure to tune in to the next episode of Blind Spots with Dr. John Ormondo.